Okay, so we're going to do Parashas B'Shalach Hadushe. Chapter 13, verse 17, Pas Perik Yud Gimel, Pasik Yud Zayin. Vayi B'Shalach Paro Yisa'om. And it was when Paro sent the people out. V'loinochom Elikim. So Hashem did not lead them. Derech Eretz Plishtim. By the way of the land of Plishtim. That would have been the closer way uh, in order to get to the Eretz Kanani, because they wish to take them out from Mitzrayim to bring them to the Eretz Kanani. So the death of Pelishtim would have been the closer way, but they wish did not lead them that way. Kikariv uh, who? Because it's very close. Very close meaning, uh, and that's a reason why Hashem is not sending them. Well, why? For Hashem said, the people might reconsider when they will see war uh, <coughs> actually see war or um, encounter war uh, and seeing war means to come war against them and they will go back to um, to Egypt so if it's close if the way that they're going is a close by way so then when you see a war it's very easy to go back uh, and still, so the Ebishter says he's going to send them a uh, not the law, not the short way. means He didn't lead them. Kimoi, like the pasuk Shemois Lamed Beis, pasuk Lamed Dalid, says Lech go lead the people. Nechei is lead. Or in Mishlei Bav Chobeis, Bisalechecha Tancha Oischa. When you walk, it shall lead you. Uh, when you walk, Tancha it shall lead. You. It goes to the Torah. The Torah will lead you. But Tancha is also in Loshon lead. So what is the reason he called it? And it's easy, very easy to return through that way, the Mitzrayim, back to Mitzrayim. Medrashi Agoda Yesh Harberashi says there are many Agodic Medrashim regarding this uh, meaning of Kikarifu. When they will see war, Zakhtarashi, Kigoin, like for example, Muhammad's Vayedid Ha'amaliki Vaknani Vigaimir. In we learn in Bamidbur Yidalid Pasik Mamhei that the Amalekim and the Khani and the Knani descended to have war with the Yin. So, im hol yoshor, if they would have gone in a straight way, if they went in a direct route, they would have returned. So now he's saying like this, im kifum since we see that even when Hashem led them in a crooked way, in other words, not in a direct way, still, Amru, they said, in my mid we find the Yin saying, Oh, let's put up a head, let's put somebody in charge, and let's go back to Mitzrayim. So we see that even in that way, they wanted to go back to Mitzrayim. So if he would have led them in the straight, in the in the simple way, so Allah has come of a kama, how much more so, more so uh, they would have gone back to Mitzrayim. Penyinochem, again, uh, Penyinochem. So now Rashi goes back to, um, <coughs> after
to be Rosh Muhammad, Rashi is explaining again the word pen Yenochem. So Rashi, Yachshavu Machshava Al Shiyotsu. Yenochem means that they will uh, think, uh, have second thoughts because for going out, and uh, they will think about returning. <coughs> so Rashi explains the words pen Yenochem after. But in the parsha, Ben Yenachem comes before the words Biraisa Melchama. Pasik Yudches. Vayasev Elikim Asam. So Hashem led the people around Derech Hamidbar by way of the desert, Yamsuf towards the Red Sea. Vachamushim Olu Bnei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim. The Bnei Yisrael went up armed from the land of Egypt. Vayasev, what means Vayasev? Dr. Rashi, his sibam, he led them around, min haderech hapshuta, from the direct way, the derech ha'akuma, to the crooked way. So they led them around. Yamsuf, derech ha'midbar, by way of the midbar, not derech plishtim, as he said before, but he led him derech ha'midbar. And that is Yamsuf, kimoi li Yamsuf, like to the Yamsuf. Vesuf, Dr. Rashi, the meaning of the Suf is a marshal loshen agam shegudelim boikanim. That means a a marsh where reeds grow. Kimoi, uh, like it says in Shemoyis Beis Gimel, vatosem basuf. She put him in the Suf. Uh, or Yeshaya Yutas vov over there is kenei v'suf kamaloi reeds. And rushes and the word uh, suf means uh, rushes uh, shall be cut off uh, in Yeshaya. In, in so the word um, suf um, um, here means uh, a marsh um, um, which grow, you know, by the edge of the river, there's a place, a bank of the river. It's a uh, so that's the Yamsuf. Uh, there's a whole discussion about whether she put him in uh, in the previous parsha Vatosim Basuf, and she put him in the water or in the dry land. What is the Suf? Uh, uh, the Rebbe over there in the Sikha brings down that Suf actually means the dry land, but uh, Suf is he says Eloshna Agam Shikdelim Bekanim. Is it water over there? Because over there, the shot uh, we brought down that she placed them on the side of the river, and then it flowed in into the river. To go back over there and take a look by the Yamsu by Moshe Rabbeinu. Vachamushim, Doctor Rashi, Vachamushim means what? Armed. Ein chamushim elam mezuyonim. Chamushim means uh, armed. Lefishei sibam b'midbar, because this that Hashem. Led them in the indirect way through the midbar. Goram lahem shalu chamushim. That caused them that they went up armed. Sheilu sibam derech yishuv. For if he had led them around through civilization, like derech plishtim, where the people lived, loim chamushim lahem kol mashetzrichim. They would not have to uh, provide for themselves with everything that they needed. They wouldn't need all to be armed with all the stuff. Of course, they would be just like a person who is traveling, who's passing through from place to place, 
Ubedai to lick the shamash eat starach, and the dear is he has the mind to buy what he needs. Avol kashu perish le midbar. But when he, um, a person uh, is going to travel a long distance in the desert, in the desert, tzorich lizman lizaman lekol atzorich. So he needs to uh, prepare for all himself all the necessities that he's going to to uh, to, to to need. Now the Amazon, but before Rashi brought down that uh, the, the pasuk of Zecharti Lachas and Noraich, the great thing about the Yidden Betzeda Loyosulahem, then the pasuk says Moshe Ben Yisrael. They said in Mitzrayim they didn't make no food. As of Rashi, they didn't say how we're going to go out to the desert. We don't have any any food. How can we? How do so that show that they're Zecharti Lachas and Noraich Avas Kulachzayich Lechtech Achrei Mamidbar Beretz Loyzeruah. But here the Pasik is saying to us, Bahamushim just the opposite, that they did go prepared, that they had all the things that they needed, they had with them. So um Rashi's apparently food items maybe they didn't take. They relied on Moshe Rabbeinu, they relied on a, on, on a miracle. But here the emphasis is though that it's not a miraculous, they they went and prepared everything that it takes. That's what the Pasik of Hamushim is specifically because they went through the midbar. So Rashi, Omikra Zel Nichtav, this Pasik wasn't written Kiim the Shabbat Oizen. That is to uh, to clarify the matter, uh, to break the ear, it means the Shabbat Oizen means to sharpen the ear, meaning to give us to explain to us something we wouldn't understand. So you shouldn't be surprised later on by the war with Amalek. <coughs> and the war that they had with the Sikhan and Oig, Umidjan. From where did they have the ammunition? Where did they have the weapons for the war? It says there that the Jews have smitten them with the sword. Where did they get the sword from? Likewise, we find the Lashon of Hamushim in Yeshua, Aleph, Yudalad. Ba'atem tavru chamushim. You should pass through armed. V'chaytirgim unkulus. And so unkulus taishes mizorzin. So mizorzin means armed. Kimoi v'yorek es chanichov means that he armed or he trained as chanichov his men. So we see also it's a language of Vizoris. Uh, so he translates Vizoris. Vizoris is like to uh, train them for war or um, uh, you know, uh, providing, having these, these, these things for the war. Another pshat, what it means for Chamushim. And this, <coughs> the first pshat, Rashi Tash Chamushim means Mizuyonim, it means that they were armed. In another pshat, Rashi says, Chamushim is echad mechamisha yotu. One of five went out. Mechamushim olu. One fifth went up. Four fifths of the Menei Yisrael died in the three days of the Afeila. You remember you had, you had three days of Choshech 
when the Kamuish and, and three days of Afela, which was the um, was even darker. So in the first three days, Rashi said it was the first three days was a Cheshach Afela, in which it was a dark and dark, it was very dark, and those were the days that the Yidin, uh, who didn't want to go out died. Now the Pasuk is telling us that it was actually four-fifths of the Yidin did not go out, they died during the Cheshach Afela. And the um, and the um, other um, and the other three days there was they couldn't even get up from 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 one place. But Rashi explained that's why Hashem brought them the Makas Makas Kishik. But I don't understand. But the pasuk said the Fedish that the Chol Bnei Yisrael So that means that the Bnei Yisrael didn't have um, didn't have any darkness. And and how would there be a chilek if four fifths of the yidden died in the makas bechayshech? Now the makas chayshech didn't um, kill anybody. It didn't kill the Egyptians. So it's not like the Egyptians, the Jews, got killed together with the Egyptians, because the fact that the Jewish people died in the chayshech afela that was sort of in the darkness, so that the goyim shouldn't know about it. Um, because it says that the, because Rashi says that the the goyim shouldn't say, well, the Yidden are also smitten with us. So it looks like if any other time, not during the time of the darkness, the Yidden would have died. Those Yidden would have died. Then the uh, then the Egyptians would have known that the um, the Egyptians would have known that the um, that they died. The only reason they didn't know that they died, as so it looks like the Rashi said over there, the Lairo. In 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 Pasuk in, in So over there, Rashi says that so that the Egyptians shouldn't see in their fall that they're also being smitten like us. So apparently, Hashem killed them after they didn't know. So when it says doesn't change that. It was the light for the Bnei Yisrael. They died through other ways. It doesn't say they didn't die from the darkness. It's not the darkness that killed them. So they still didn't die. They actually killed them at that time when they couldn't see. Now after that, it was still like uh, three weeks till the Makas Bukhidus. Apparently the, the Mitzrim didn't find out. When, when it says before that he got up in the middle of the night and chasing the people out, well, that's another thing. Is the Yidden lived where the Yidden lived in Goshen, right? In 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 Eretz Ramses, as the pasuk says. Para lived in Eretz Mitzrayim. You know, you see always that it took <coughs> when they were sending. You know, Yosef was in the palace, was in Mitzrayim, and the Yidden lived in Goshen. It wasn't wasn't like right like it was right next door. So Bchalal, I mean, I don't know how did it work so fast that when Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Eibush they hit them with the Makas Bechayrus, they were telling all the Yidden to leave out. There wasn't like time in between from from where they lived. If the Eibush they hit every Bechayr in Eretz Mitzrayim, right, in, in, outside of that, it, it had taken some time to travel to get. This was the middle of the night, right, the middle of the night of of, of, of fourteen. By the, it didn't take no twelve hours, and all the Yidden left Al Tzivayim, just the middle. That's the middle of the day. That was the middle of the day, the fifteenth. It was also when 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 Pari was getting up in the middle of the night and saying, "Where is Moshe Nar Vayikra?" The Moshe Arin Rashi says he was calling. He says, "Tzumadechami, leave my people, go out." Uh, we say, "Kiyomru Kulon Emesi, we're all dying." They had to get to Goshen. They had to get Lachera. Assumingly, 
that Moshe Rabbeinu the Yidden and, 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 and lived in Goshen. So this was all miraculously how they all got together like very soon, immediately, to be able to um, uh, to have them leave. But not, the other thing is, um, does it mean that they couldn't tell four fifths? That's a lot of people. Um, it also tells us that we know that the Yidden there were more six hundred thousand men from the age of twenty and up went out with Shrayim, six hundred thousand plus just men. If that is only one fifth. So you have to say five times as much Yidin were, were there. And how many people actually um, left? Okay, we'll go, we'll go right there. So, Pasuk Yutas, Vayikach Moshe Satsmes Yosef Imei. So Moshe took Yosef's bones with him. Ki hashbeya hishbeya as b'nei Yisroel lemer, because he had... Uh, made Joseph has uh, made the Jewish people swear. He swear them. He adjured the sons of Israel, saying, God will remember you. You should take up my bone, bones with you." He was in, um, in the end of Parshas, the last seder, the end of Aichi. We find that Moshe Rabbeinu was instructing them. Moshe Rabbeinu instructed this to his brothers. Of course, uh, I mean, Yosef HaTzadik instructed to his brothers. Moshe wasn't alive then yet. Hashbeya Hishbiya, what is the double lotion? Dr. Ashi Hishbiyam Sheyashbiyu Libnehem. He swore, made them swear, so that they in turn would make their sons swear. So, Yosef adjourned whom? He adjured, he made his, he gave a shvur for his brothers, he adjured his brothers. So his brothers would adjure their children, so conceivably he told Levi, and Levi told Kahos, yeah, and Kahos told um, uh, Amram, and Amram told Moshe. So Kedashi, Why did he not adjure? And make his his children that they should carry him to the land of Kanamiyad. Yaakov, just like Yaakov had adjured him, Yaakov made him the Shua that he should take his bones immediately to bury him. Yosef, Yosef said, "Ani shalit I was a ruler in Egypt. I had the opportunity in my hand to do. I could do it for my father. But my sons, the Egyptians, will not allow them to do it. That's why he made them, he adjured them, when they will be redeemed, they will go out, so they should carry him. So he says to, whom did he say it to? That was Le'achav. So he says, you should bring up my bones together with yours. So Limda, Lamadna, we learned it. He's told his brother, you should bring up my bones with you. But how could they bring him up with you? How could the brothers bring him up if the brothers are not alive anymore? Because all the Mayamas, all the Jewish, all the sons of Yaakov had died already. So how could they all, um, how could they take up, take it up if they're not alive anymore? we learn that also the bones of all the other tribes they brought up with them. 
Now Rashi says means the in general. In general, Moshe particular looks like the Torah records he took the Atzmis Yosef. It doesn't say he took everybody. He took the Atzmis Yosef, but the other ones took the from the rest of the brothers. So Afat Zomes Kol Hashvotim Heli Mohem. Also, the bones of the other tribe they took with them. Shenemar because says Itchem with you. So don't take along my bones with you with Yosef. The Rebbe explains also that Yaakov and, and Yosef had a different function. Yaakov could not be in Eretz Mitzrayim, buried in Eretz Mitzrayim, because his Indian was not Eretz Mitzrayim, so even temporarily he couldn't be there. <coughs> Yaakov explained that he was afraid that he's, they, they would make him into a god, they would make him into a god, and other reasons why he didn't want to be live in Eretz Mitzrayim. But uh, it's interesting that one of the reasons I remember over there is uh, Rashi says because he didn't want to have the Tsar HaMechilis those who are buried in Egypt you know have to go through the Fatchilis HaMesim through the uh, tunnels but he could have asked them also to take up his bones like like uh, like Yosef did uh, in order to prevent that I mean that's only a reason not to stay there permanently but Yosef also didn't stay there permanently Yosef brought up his bones his bones were brought up there but uh, he didn't even want to, uh, besides that, he didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim altogether. Pasikhov. So now, the first journey we learned before in the Pasha's boy, it says that after they left Mitzrayim, instantly, they made the journey, the big journey, they went from Ramses, they went to Sukkot. And Rashi says that they made it in uh, in one instant. They went from Vayisub and Pasuk Lamed Gimel and Perikid Bey Vayisub and Yisroel Meramses Sukkos. They went from Ramses to Sukkos, and Rashi says this was five hundred mil, and they came there immediately. So now the Jews are leaving from Sukkos. They're journeying from Sukkos. Vayachanu veEsom. And they encamped in Esom, Bikzei Hamidbar. That's at the end edge of the of the Midbar. So where is this? Ben went to Yisum Sukkos. That was already Yom Sheni. That was on the 16th day of Nisan. They journeyed from Sukkos. Shari Barishim, because in the first day, which is on Nisan, Bo Menamsis to Sukkos, they came from Ramsis to Sukkos. Pasuk Chavalav, Vashem Hoylech Lifneim, and God went in front ahead of them. Yoimam, during the daytime, he went Ba'amud Onan. He went with a pillar of a cloud. A pillar means like a, a, a like a post, like a pillar that holds up. So he went like a pillar with like a cloud in the shape of a pillar, and he went in front of them. So the day Lan Choysom had derech to lead them on the way, because before we said Vleinochem didn't lead them. How did he lead them? So when we're talking about leading, that Vleinochem Alikim derech has pleased him. Leading meaning through the uh, through the Amud uh, Onan through the uh, pillar of, of the cloud or the pillar of the Aish. So when they followed that pillar was the leader that that went in front of them and they followed it. So it says Salan Choysam had derech to lead them the way. Velaylon at night time was an Amud Aish. It was a pillar of fire. So it wasn't just to lead them, but it was also Lahoyir Lahem that gave them light. So they can go by night day and by night by day they go by the daylight but by night they can also go they went by the pillar of light that led them they can go at night time also
Lanchoisam Aderech Zukt Rashi, the Lamed is has a uh, a vowel of a pasach, not good pasach. Lanchoisam Aderech, Shehu Kemoi, which is like Lehanchoisam to lead them, uh, or like we say, like in Dvarim Aleph, Poslam Gimel Lir Oischem Baderech Asher Teilchuba. To see you means of the Shukumay Laroishum to show you. I've come Lahan Khoisam Al Yidea Shliach. Also here to lead them mean Lahan Khoisam to lead them through a Shliach. Umiyu Ashliach, who is the agent? Amudan, and that's the pillar of the cloud. Bakodish Baruchu Bihvaide Melikh Lifnaim. And Hashem in his glory would lead it in front of them. Umakomakoim and nevertheless. Uh, in any event, it's Amuda Onan Heichin Lan Choisom Haderech. It was the pillar of the cloud that he prepared so that they could be led by it. Sharedei Amuda Onem Hochim, because they would go through by way of the Onan. Amuda Onan Eino LaOira. That's not meant to provide light. Ela LaRoisom Haderech, but to uh, show them, direct them for the way. So therefore, Hashem Hoylech Lifnehem, Hashem would go for them. Yoimam, uh, it was Amadonon Lan Chayisum Aderech, only to shine them the way, to lead the way, not for light. And they didn't have another function, but it seems like the Lilo, the Amud Eish, was not just to. Uh, not just loyer, but it had additional functional loyer. So that means actually that although it was Hakadosh Baruch Hu that led them, because lehan choisam, in other words, he led them through the shliach was the Ebrister, but he prepared to lead them through the onans. In other words, it was the onan that they followed, even though it was the Ebrister that led the onan. So that's why the onan was considered the one that was lan choisam that led them the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu led through them. Uh, but the age served like a duplicate purpose. Pasuk base lo yomish amud onon yemo. He did not move away the pillar of the cloud by day. Amud age loylo or the pillar of the fire at night. Lifnayom before the the the, the people. What says lo yomish? Who lo yomish? He would not move away. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Shem would not move away. Is amud onon yemo. Amud age loylo or the pillar of fire at night. So what is this telling us? We already know that the arm of the arm was Yoimam the Amud Ishlayas before. What is he trying to say that it didn't move away? Magis, this teaches us Sha'amud Onon Mashlim Amud Aish that the um, um, that the um, the pillar of fire Mashlim um, means that it would stay there until the Amud Onon would stay there until the pillar of fire came. So it didn't leave first, and then the Eish came, but it would stand there. Loyamushi wouldn't move the Amudah Onon by daytime until the pillar of the fire came at nighttime. And then he wouldn't move away the fire of the Eish until the fire came. That would finish up to the Amudah Onon. In other words, it didn't move, and it would complete it till the Amudah Onon came. That prior to one setting, the other one would go up. So the Aish would would appear before the Onan would leave, and the Onan would leave would appear before the Aish would leave. 
speak to the sons of Israel, to sons of Israel, to the Jewish people, the Yoshuvu, and let them turn back. And let them encamp in front of Piachiris. Uh, the place called Piachiris, we'll see soon in Rashi. Bein Migdoil uvein Hayom. That's in between the Migdoil and the sea. Between Migdoil and the sea. Lifnei Baltzefoin, in front of Baltzefoin. Nichechoi, in front, uh, opposite it, is Tachno Hayom. You should encamp by the sea. And let them turn back. They're going back to the side of Egypt. The entire third day they were going back to the side of Egypt. And that means that after they came to uh to they started going backwards. That was on the second day. So on the third day. Uh, that was the Zion, they started going, I mean, uh, Zion, they started going uh, towards the side of Mitzrayim. So they were going backwards towards Egypt. Here they went to the Midbar, now they're going backwards. In order to mislead Parai, Shayyimar is going to say, They are lost in the uh, in their way. As it says later on, Pasikim of Amar Padlev Yisrael. <coughs> that they're confused in the desert. So that's why it was, Hashem says them to go backwards. What is Vyachnu Lifnei Piachiris? In camp in front of Piachiris. Zakhtrashi Hu Pisay. That's Pisay. That's the same thing uh, of Pisay. This is the Pisay of Ramses that the Yidin were building for Paray. So Rashi says that Piachiris is Pisay. Um, now, what's the connection? Maybe because it starts with P, P, Achilles, and P, sir. P, Achilles. Now it was called P, Achilles. Because, Al-Shem Shinasu because the Yidin became free people, so it's called not P, Soim, uh, but uh, it's called P, Achilles. And I said, Hem Shnei Sloim Gevoim. They, the Chilis, are two huge uh, stones or high stones, upright stones Uzkufim, standing straight the Hagai Shebineim and the uh, valley between them that's called the Koripi Hasloim, that's called the uh, the mouth of the rocks so the in-between so it used to, it's called the Pi Soim but now it's called the Pi Achilles because they went through the, the, um, the these rocks now, it was uh, according to um, the miracle we learned before that from where the Yidin lived, uh, they went from Ramses uh, and they went to Sukkot, um, and that was 500 mil, Rashi says, uh, and they made it all in one day. Um, so we have to say, that, but it doesn't say about the second day that, they, that from Sukkot to go to. Um, um, to uh, Asom 
that that took them a um, like miraculously that it was long that seemingly that was a normal stretch and now they're going back so the place where they didn't work the Pisim and the Ramses uh, um, um, see before the, the Yidin came from Ramses so apparently this 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 series of refuge Ramses must have been the place in Eretz Goshen, uh, or it's called Eretz Ramses, but they were building, it says before, Pisim and Ramses. So this Pisim was, was quite a distance from the uh, from Ramses, they weren't next to each other, and Ramses was where they lived, because that's why they journeyed from there, apparently, from the Eretz Goshen, that's where they all went together. And then from there they went to Sukkot, and over here they were going by the uh, Piachir, by the Pisim. See when it says in 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 in, in pasuk Yigash in Perikum Zayin pasuk Yud Aleph from there it says he gave them an achuzah beeretz mitzrayim bemeitav aoretz beeretz Ramses. So this Ramses was the meitav aoretz was actually the best of the land. And piece of Ramses Rashi touched in the pasuk Yud Aleph in Perik Aleph in beginning of Shavuos. So they built piece of it. Amsi Rashi says, Shaloi Hoyu Ruyas Mitchil Lakak, Vosum Chazokis, Ubitsurish Loitzer. That they made them strong for fortune. So, according to this, at least that uh, Ramses was not made of Horus. Or uh, is it possible that these uh, this Ramses is a different uh, is a different Ramses than the Yidin were living in Ramses? And this is a different Ramses? Um. Or maybe they were. It was a good lad. It was made of aretz, but it wasn't meant for miskinis. It wasn't meant for oitzer. The Rashi says over there that they were benuyas. They were. Uh, they, they were. They made them chazokis. They made them different than uh, Ramses. But it's just interesting. We find there the peace sign, and then the Ramses is, is all the way back there. Anyways, back lefnei baltsefoin in front of the baltsefoin. So Rashi. Who Nishar Mitzrayim? He was the only one left over from the Egyptian deities. All the gods, he was left over. And the reason left over in order to mislead them, the Egyptians. that they are their fear, meaning their Avedizori is very difficult. It's very powerful. Uh, this one is Balzefoim. All of Pidush Eve and about him uh, concerning uh, this uh, tactic, Yehiv said, Majgi He misleads the nation and destroys them. So you know, he misleads them as if they should think that they're strong, and then he destroys them. So, because this took place, I guess the Pasuk explains why Pharaoh really thought that the Yidin are, 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 are lost. Because first of all, he tells them, they should go back. And they should camp before Piachiris. So the fact that he told them to go back, so he thinks that they're lost. And then when he says, Piachiris, the Piachiris, that's Pisa. So, um, and um, so he's telling you um, where it is. But he says, So why is it important to say, Because Balsafoin was there in Avedizora. So therefore, Pasuk Gimel explains, says, "Vamar Pari Levnei Yisrael." So Pari will say about the Bnei Yisrael, "Nevuchim Heim BeMidbar." They are trapped in the land. Sogar Aleim BeMidbar. The desert has closed in upon them. In other words, they have nowhere to go. Vamar Pari Shish Mashim Shav Lachnei. And Pari will say, when he hears that they're going backwards, 
So they're going uh, back towards Mitzrayim. Livnei Yisrael. He will say Livnei means to Albnei Yisrael, over, about the Bnei Yisrael. And the same thing is in Pasuk Yudal, Hashem Yilochem Lachem, Aleichem, for you. In Bereshit Chofit Gimel, Imri Li, say to me, it means Amru Alai, Achi, who is my brother. Not Li, to me, but all about me. So what does it mean, Nevuchim Heim? Nevuchim is a Trashi, they're trapped. Kluyim, they are locked. Umshikoyim and sunk. Ubalaz Shiris, Luchusim. They're squeezed. Kimoi, Be'emek Habacha. In the depths of the valley. So, Emek means, so the Bacha means the valley here. Or, Mibchi Naharis. Uh, from the depth of the rivers, <laughs> from the depth of the rivers. Nifcheyam <laughs> shalom nifcheyam meaning the depth of the of the ocean. Nevuchimheim meaning in the depth they're sunk in, they are locked in. midbar they're sunk, they're trapped in the midbar. Sheinim yedim lotzis men they don't know how to go out from it. Where to go? So in the Vukhim, they're locked up, they're sunk into the midbar, they're in the depth of the midbar, they can't go out. Posig Dalit. Vichizakti, a slave Pari. And I will harden Pari's heart. So again, this is done with Hashem's Chizakti Pari. Remember, as I said before, Leman, Layitain, Eschem, last time by Makas Choshech Hashem, says, Layitain, Melech Mitzrayim, Leman, Reveis Mesir. I should have three more Mesir to do. So the first one was Makas Bukhiris, then there was. Uh, Yamsuf, and then the Ninar that is um, three Mavsim still. Bechizaktes li Paris, I will harden Paris hard, v'rod of Acharehem, and he will pursue them. Uh, so this is sort of the Pasik telling us what's going to take place. It's a little bit not Moshe Rabbeinah Hashem saying, Pasik is saying, about, and I will harden, talking about Hashem, what Hashem uh, is saying. Because this is not much to be saying to anybody. It's the Torah talking. It says, And I will be glorified through Parai, and through his entire force. And the Egyptians will know that I am Hashem. All this is to teach them about the name of Hashem. And they did so. So this is... Uh, so this is actually, I'll take that back, what I just said is, this Hashem actually saying to Moshe, that he should say this, that Padre will say this. This is Hashem speaking to Moshe. And Hashem saying to Moshe, he should say to them, Israel. so he was warning them what's going to take place. He says, you go backwards, and you trick him, and Padre will say, so this is all that Hashem is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu to go ahead, to tell to the Bnei Yisrael, and I will chizakti say Padre, v'arad we called the five. We glorified in Paris. Doctor Rashi, Kshakodesh Baruch Hu, Misnakim. We called the five. Kshakodesh Baruch Hu, Misnakim. Bereshoim. When Hashem takes revenge of the evil, Mishem Moim is God on the Shabbat. His name is is uh, is becomes magnified and glorified. Chayno Eimer Azayit says. So it says in the pasuk Yecheskelam Yecheskel Beis. Binishpatati Itoy VeGoimer. First it says I will judge myself with him. Vachakach. And then it says the pasuk Yigimov Yiskadalti Yiskadashti VeNedaiti. I will be Greater and I will, I will be great. I will be the holy, and I will be known. And also until him, I involve Pesach Dalit says, Shomar Shomar Shiber Rishpei Koshes, that he broke the arrows of the bow. Rishpei Koshes, the arrows of the bow. And then Pesach Beit says, God was known 
in in Yehuda. And the Pasik Periktes Pasik Zay said Hashem is known because he does justice. So Hashem's justice makes Hashem known, makes Hashem glorified. And and makes Hashem known can Hashem. So this is the purpose of the of the of the punishment. Of the of the Rishon received the punishment. So it says in Fari and all of his army. So why is he singled out? He began with the sin. He initiated. Uh, how do we see this? Because he came up with the plan. This is not the first time. Rashi already said before. Also, at least once before, Rashi says. Rashi brought down that he began, that's why he singled out. Pari singled out. Uh, in all the plagues, most of them say, and you and your slaves, he always talks about him. But here it's, Basic changes from Amit to Bechol Chele. And there's no Avadecha here. But and the punishment begins from him too. And they did so. So what do you mean they did so? They did so. That they. This is telling us their praise. Why do you to say this? So, that they listened to Moshe's voice. They didn't say, How could we get closer to those who are chasing us? In other words, not, you know, those who are chasing us, Moshe is saying to them that what? That and he will chase after them. So they should say, if he's going to chase, why are we going to go in that direction where they're chasing? We should go in the other direction, according to Moshe. So they, they listened to Moshe. Moshe told them that we're going to the, towards the Mitzrayim, they're going to chase us. So the Yidin, but this it tells us the praise of the Yidin. But they listened to Moshe. They didn't say, how could we go back, Elohim, those who are chasing us? We have to run. They said, the reason to us, but the words of the son of Amram. It's interesting to see when we use the uh, the expression of Ben Amram instead of saying Moshe, we're listening to Ben Amram, the son of Amram, not uh, not even by the name Moshe. Right. So now the Torah is telling us what actually happened. So this was Hashem saying to Moshe that Moshe said to the Israel, and Vayasuchein means that they did so, meaning that Moshe told them, and the Jews agreed. So this in the pasuk Vayasuchein is already included that Moshe Rabbeinu told the Bnei Yisrael what Hashem said, and the Jews went ahead and did it. That's why it's the Shvach. So Pasuk hated the Torah, that's what happened, on the ground, and it was reported to the king of Egypt, that the people had fled. Now, we're going to have to see, what do you mean the people had fled? He chased them out, didn't he? Now he says, because they went and they're not coming back. We'll see in Rashi in a minute. But he was told that the people fled. So Paris heart turned around. Before he told them, go, 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 go. Now he turned around. Vodov and his slaves, Elohim, towards the people. So the Pari, now again, over here it doesn't say Amai. The people already maybe didn't change their mind. But Pari and his slaves, towards the people. Vyemer and they said, and his servants. Pari and his servants changed their mind. Towards the people. Vyemer said, Mazay Sosino, what is this that we've done? Kishilachmas Yisrael Mevdeim, that we sent out the Jewish people from serving us. Despite the fact they lost the Bukhari, they had all the plague, but still, the Hashem made their heart hard, heavy. But you the Malach Mitzrayim, who told the king of, of Egypt? And, and so Rashi says, Ikturin Shalach Imoy, he sent officers with them. And the Kibashi And once it came three days, Shekavu Lelech, that they had set up to go, Veloshu to return. <coughs> he says, he set up for three days to go and return. Now, 
actually, I don't think in the Pasuk they ever told them that they're going to return. They just said they're going to go for three days, but that was understood that they're going to return. But the Rosh and the Chayzrim and the Mitzrayim, they saw that they're not going back to Egypt. Now, actually, the Jews took along with them, the, it says, with all the Chamayrim, they had the donkeys, one of the reasons why the Torah says, Petr Chamayrim, they had donkeys laden with all the silver and the gold of the Egyptians, and by, by Natsles Mitzrayim, they made, they, they, they emptied out of Egypt. So, the Egyptians saw that they're not planning coming out, coming out. also for Chamushim Olu, they went up with, with loaded, so somehow they knew, but, and when the reality came that they're not returning, so they came and reported to Pari, on the fourth day. And on the fifth and the sixth day, they chased after them. And on the night of the seventh, because after the fifth and the sixth, they chased, on the night of the seventh, they went into the sea. And Bishachis in the morning, in the morning of the seventh, they said the song. The whole thing is, you know, they were, I don't know when they were sleeping over there and how 600,000 people, when they were moving, everybody was moving, you know, it was like a, a, a big a big thing to move everybody together and even just to go and the commands and to do, just to talk, to be a means of communication, you know. They didn't have today's means of communication. They didn't have any microphones. No internet, no iPhones, right? That's why we read the song on the seventh day. Because they went into the Mitzrayim, it was at the night of the seventh. Because they chased them the fifth and the sixth. And then they went into the uh, water. Now, the Yidin were camped by the water, basically. It says, They were by the Yam. So now, uh, they said, it was turned around. It turned out for what it was. He says to them, before we let in, in Perikid Beis Pasukim, uh, that we should uh, come set out for my people. So in this case, this was Paris' heart being turned around. But also, uh, it says here, also his heart of his as slaves, because they too that was by the Makas Arba, when Hashem warned him by the Makas Arba in the beginning of Pasha's boy, they already even before the Makkah, the, 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 the slaves spoke up and they said uh, and let them serve God but now they turned around their hearts, even the slaves leave the Vachareim to chase after them. So why did they change? Rashi says, Shilam is because of the money that they lent them. Because they gave him all this money. I guess, Rashi says, means the property over here, or their money that, you know, it wasn't just money. The Kesem, the Zohav, and all the things, the money. So, they, so Rashi is giving a reason here is, uh, it goes against the So we don't need as Hashem making the heart heavy. Rashi is trying to dress it up in a in a reason, in a rash in a rationale. That even though they were beating everything up, but they took all their money, so they came running after them because of the money that they lent them. Uh, it comes out that if they said before Ad is Lamaikish So I think like this, because the Posik says Pare. 
The Torah didn't say before v'chizak tes leipare v'sleibavodim. It just says leipare. But by Yehovah it says for both of them. So what happens by Yehovah? Now the Eved didn't be mechazik. Why did the avodim change their mind? So Rashi explains that that's not because of v'chizakti. That happens because they gave him the money. So the money they wanted their money back. But the the pasuk says kishilachnas yisrael mayavdeinu zoklash mayavdeinu yisonu. So the pasuk itself says not because of the money. It says what did we do that we send them away from serving us? So maybe serving us was mainly pari, uh, but maybe it was the money that was the overwhelming factor. But the pasuk uses avdeinu from serving us. But maybe avdeinu is not the reason. The reason is the money. The fact was they sent them away from being slaves because the Yidin were their slaves. Avdeinu is not the from serving us, but that they gave up because they said that Moshe is on the forget the slavery. But now that they took their money, so they want their money back. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot. He took his people with him. He by himself uh, went and he harnessed his own chariot. Uh, why, why is that? And now, why, why did he do that? He was so angry. He didn't want to wait for anybody. He was going to go do it himself. Rashi points that out. Now he takes his people with him. Now he was pulling them with words. He says, "Lokino, they beat us. We got smitten. They took our money. And we sent them away. Come with me." He said to his people, "I will not deal with you. I will not." Conduct myself with you like other kings. The way of other kings is that his servants go first in the war. I will go before you. So Rashi all of a sudden changes it to Avodov rather than Amoy. Because the whole time we have a separate category. We talk about Amoy, Avodov, and Pari. You know, throughout the Parshas, we're always talking these three levels. But here Rashi says, on the positive, it's Amoy Lokechimoy. Uh, is an addition to but here over Rav says that uh, so he says I'm going to go before you but it includes everybody the Avodim and the people Shinemar Pasikyud Upare Hikri Pare came close Hikri Atzmoy Umiyel Lefnechal Yosef he came close and he was quickly before his armies the custom of the other kings is little biza to take the spoil on top in the head first he takes the spoil for himself what he chooses and then he leaves over for the other people I will be equal with you in portion as the post says in the Shira the Yidna was saying I will split the spoil in other words I will share with you the spoil so he's trying to get them that's how he's convincing the people so Pasik Zayim by Yikach, so he took Sheish Meyes Rechem Bachur. He took the chosen chariots, Bechayil Rechem Mitzrayim, and all the chariots of Egypt. Six hundred chosen chariots and six, and all the chariots of yeah. V'shalishim Al Kulai and officers over them all. What is Mirechem Bachur? Bachur is a clash of Chorim, chosen. Bachur Loshin Yochid. Bachur is in a singular way. Every uh, chariot, chariot in this number was chosen. 
And with them, the Imam called were all the other. So there were 600 chosen ones, and then together all the chairs of inside. If you're going to say, So we're, these cherries were with, were animals. Animal lads is cherry. The cherries didn't go by themselves. They didn't have any engines then. So they went with animals, right? So where were the animals? If it will be the Egyptians, it says already in Shmois, that all the cattle of the Egyptians died. Now, that posik, that posik is talking about the devil. So the, the devil, the plague, cl- uh, killed all the Egyptians, all the cattle of the Egyptians. Um, um, and then, Vim Tevishal Yisrael were Jewish cattle, while in Neymar, but it says in Pasik Perikut Pasik Chavav, Vegam Maknenu Yelechimano. Also, our cattle will give will go with us. And it says also that the Egyptians send along the cattle with them. Rashi doesn't say this. From whom were they? Those are those who feared Hashem's word. Now in the Pasuk um, that Rashi quotes here, it says, uh, which is, this is by the Makkah of Dever. So over there, there was no such a thing as over there was just a plague of Dever, uh, which the animal dies. And the Pasik says, really, by Yomos, Koil Mikna Mitzrayim, that all the cattle died. Uh, over there, it didn't help um, the fact that they went and they brought it in inside, because it had nothing to do with the inside or the outside. It was just a Dever covered Me'oid. The, really, the question becomes that after the uh, plague of Dever that we learned in this Pasik, there is the plague of Shechin. And, uh, and after the Shechin, the Pasik already said the Shechin was at the Behemoth, but they didn't kill the Behemoth. It was just Shechin Ababuis. So the question is, how did that Behemoth, where were the Behemoths from? That's a question in the Pasik over there. And then when we came, came fighter after the plague of Shechin, we came to the plague of Barat. Over here, Hashem is warning him about the plague of of Barot, after the plague of Dever. And here, Hashem is telling him, Again, the question becomes, where is the Miknecha? Where did he get the Miknecha? If there was already Dever, the Pasuk of Yomos called Mikna Mitzrayim. So where did that Dever come from? I mean, where did the Behemoth... Where, where were they supposed to, uh, 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 to put away the 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 the, um, the miknacha? Um, so it would seem that even though the pasuk says vayomos kol mikna mitzrayim, this has nothing to do with the yared var Hashem. So even though it means kol mikna mitzrayim, for some reason they were either able to buy more later on, or this call doesn't include all, but. It seems like Rashi is asking the question from the Maka Komik Nemitzrayim, which is the Maka of of uh, of Dever, which over there the answer of Rashi Rashi says that's not over there. Um, so, um, so the, and, but Rashi's answer is Mayoris Dvar Hashem. So, so the question is, where did the cattle come from? Wherever the cattle came from. 
So it's, I, I don't understand so well, the, the Rashi says, the Yoris Dvar Hashem, the Yoris Dvar Hashem, but where, where, where was that cattle? The Pasuk says before, Kol Mikne Mitzrayim. And, 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 and then how were there any cattle left for the Shekhin and how, uh, for the, uh, for the Shekhin and how was there any cattle left for, uh, for, uh, for, for Barad in the first place? Now, if you want to ask me after the Barad, how was there any cattle left? So for that, I will tell you, for the Dr. Rashi's answer, but I don't even know how it came to there in the first place. Um, so if Rashi say Moshe will bring this Pasik, uh, which is written with regards to Barad, when it says in Pasuk Chavches over there, Vayach Haborod B'Cholatz Mitzrayim Eskosh Mosode Maodom Bad Behemov Eskol Eish Vasode Hika Haborod Eskol Eish Sode Shiber. If you would ask Akasha from that Pasuk, you can say, well, since it broke everything, where did he get the the uh, the um, the cattle? Uh, um, then if Rashi would approach that that Pasuk as the question, and then Rashi would say that wasn't Yerod Hashem, then I would understand. But Rashi brings the question. From the post, from the previous marker, and for that we don't have. That's not the answer. Hashem, we need another answer. So I don't understand how this fits in the Rashi. You got to look into that. But anyways, Rashi brings down the Khan Hoya of Shimon Eimer. From here, Rav Shimon said, the best one of the Egyptians kill. Why? An Egyptian, the best one. Here's the Yorid Hashem. They feared God. They feared the word. They they were hoyz They went and they put in the cattle because they were afraid of Hashem, and still they were. Ready to give their Rechem uh, Mitzrayim, they were ready to give the chariots uh, to, to go chase after the Yidden. And Toiv Shebin Choshim and also the best of the snakes. In other words, don't trust no snake. You know, the Ritzaitzis Moichim means that crush its head. That means officers over their, over the legion. So Hashem hardened the heart of Pari Melech Mitzrayim. So this is the same as before. Rashi adds, no. This was another one. First of all, he took, he got ready, and he's going to go chase them. And Hashem hardened his heart by Yirdevachar so he chased them to He actually did so. Children in Israel were marching out triumphantly. So even though we said already before that he hardened, but he was going in, he was getting everybody together to go and chase them, but he was still uh, hanging in there, whether yeah or not. So the Hebrew says, so now at this point, Hashem hardened his heart to chase them. What does it mean triumphantly? Uh, it means with a uh, with a high strong hand, with for some an openly displayed strong hand.